Hello, and today I am going to be starting a new podcast coming out every Monday. It's going to be called The Gourmet Pixel, and I'm going to be talking about food and video games. So, basically, say, I talk about dead cells, and then I talk about, like, pizza. That's going to be the whole format. A review of video games and a review of type of food. And for our first episode ever of the Gourmet Pixel, I am going to review Enter the Gungeon and, well, Hot Dogs. Okay, so first I will be talking about Enter the Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon is a really fun roguelike video game. And personally, I think the looting is a bit much, but anyway. First section that we'll be, we will be getting onto is the mechanics. Okay, so Enter the Gungeon has some normal roguelike mechanics. You have the dodge, which is the dodge roll. You can jump over enemy bullets. And then there's always the shoot, the move, and um, there's this really nice mechanic in Enter the Gungeon where you can aim... And it will, like, you can't really aim down the sights. It's a top-down view, kind of. And, but your the camera will move over slightly to where you're aiming. And that will be where you're shooting. Instead of you're just walking around shooting wherever you're facing, you can walk around and shoot behind you. It's really useful. And... The looting, I really do think is a bit much, but I thought, I mean, literally, there is so many things to, like, collect, and it's just, wow. Um, every thing in this game is sort of a reference to guns like it's a really gun heavy video game you not might not want a small child like a baby maybe like 12 and plus probably not even that like maybe 16 and plus to play this game because the amount of gun references in it also some characters do smoke so tobacco reference and whatever The story of Enter the Gungeon is basically you can select one out of four characters. You unlock more characters as you go along and try to kill their pasts. By that, you have 
I mean, you can always not do that. You can just go down the floors progressively and beat the final boss and stuff. Or you could, um, you could collect every part of the ground bullet and basically you can go back in time and kill that character's past. Each character has their own unique ability. The Marine starts out with a normal, um, fully automatic gun. is pretty useful. Does deals pretty good damage. I'm pretty sure the most damage out of all the guns. But he only has, like, one passive, I think. Basically, he can reload guns faster. Also, he can call in a supply package for ammo when he needs it. The, um, the convict starts out with a low damage five round revolver type thing, but it doesn't deal much damage. The only reason why you'd really want to pick the convict is because of her weapon. Her other weapon. She has a sawed-off shotgun, which is really good in close range and has quite a bit of ammo. Her passive is basically, when she gets hit, she deals more damage for a certain amount of time. Next up is the hunter. Basically, the hunter has arguably the best passive. They have a little dog, which is really cute. But also, every time you... There's a chance that every time you clear a room, there is a small chance that he will dig an item up for you, like maybe a key or some health or a shield. The pilot has the worst weapons, but the best passives. Basically, he, his gun is a laser pistol. It does little damage, sh the shortest range of all of the starting guns. And, but his pass, and it has a massive bloom. But his passives are really nice. He, there's a chance, he could use a, what is it, like, you know, those little metal things I use to bind the, that little metal things I use to keep papers together, paperclip. He uses, he could use a paperclip to try to unlock a chest or a lock, but there is a 50-50 chance that he will destroy the lock, making it so you can't really use it. It's just, if it's a chest, you just better destroy it. If it's a, like, place, I have no idea what to tell you. Because you're never going to get to the obulet. Speaking of the obulet, let's get to the floors. The first floor is called the, I forget what it's called. But it has, it's the easiest floor. 
its most common enemies are little, like, bullets. Okay, so basically, imagine bullets with faces the size of a person, and they have a revolver. That's basically what they are. They try to shoot you. Deal the least damage. Actually, all of them deal the same damage. Decent um, range, pretty low attack. Next up on the floor is the shotgun can. Um, just a red shell with a pump shotgun. It does wave instead of a single bullet. Blue shotgun can just shoot twice. And yeah. And then there's the Lobulons, which just, they don't even have a gun, they just chase after you, and if they touch you, you get hurt. And the whole reason why they're decent to, against you is basically, once you shoot them, they go into smaller, just, just imagine the slime from Minecraft, that's basically what it is. And then... The boss of that floor is either a buff seagull with a Gatling gun, I kid you not. This is kind of a comedy game, so yeah. Or a big bulletkin on a throne. The bosses are decently easy. I mean, on your first couple playthroughs, yeah, you're gonna die to them, but... Mm, that's really just a matter of time. The next floor, the second floor, is the... Oh, is the Gungeon proper. It's the same as the first floor, except it has much more traps. You find, I think, Poison Blobulons in there. And... You also find veteran kim, which have, like, better reaction time, predict where you're going. Basically, just bu better bullet kin and shotgun kin. Also, you find zappies and rubber bullets. Rubber bullets can't really do any damage to you. They just try to bounce you into holes. While the zappies are basically rubber bullets, except they can actually hurt you. Also, they're electric, so water just, you know, gets electrified. And the bosses can either be the Gore Gun. Let me just tell you, she is a master at attacking around her in a circle. Or the Ammo Conda. Okay, this boss sucks. I hate it whenever I get him. Also, by the way, I'm not going to be covering secret floors. The third floor is called the Black Powder Mines. There, you'll find little frogs that, like, kind of puke up bubbles. Like, they're just burping bubbles. And once you sh accidentally shoot those bubbles or a certain time passes... The bubbles pop, and a bullet pops out, and it tries to attack you. Also, there are 
pink versions of these that just um, make four of them. And then you find stout bullets. Basically, they're just bullet kin, and but they can pop into the ground. And after a little while, they'll pop back up, making a ring of bullets around them. Also, they're impervious to damage while they're in the ground. And bullets deflect off of them, possibly hurting you back. The boss can either be a big tank. This is where you'll meet the um, soldier. Basically, just imagine Bulletkin, but shooting a little faster. And then the Mine Flayer. Funny reference to D&D. Um, the Mine Flayer is a Mine Flayer, except it has a bell and a revolver. It's decently hard, but once you'll beat it, you know how to beat it. The fourth floor is... The Hollow. Basically, is a really cold place. Which is kind of like... Okay, children, just cover your ears right now. And your parents, if you're listening to this, will tap you on the shoulder when I tell you it's over. It's kind of like the morgue. Of the gungeon. It's where all the dead bodies are. Okay, parents, you can tap your kid's shoulder now. And. Basically. Um. There's lots of undead. Bullets there. There's rooms where all the lights just go out. And there's red eyes. Which are actually zombie bullet can. And they don't have guns, but they, like, chase after you, and you're supposed to shoot them before they deal contact damage with you. There's also gummies, which are mummies, but they have just, just like, oh. They're basically bulletin, except they shoot a little bit faster. Yeah, there are a lot of reskins in this game. There's also where you meet the Ice Bulon, which shoots icicles. And also, your first um, area hazard enemy is technically not an enemy, but it has a hazard. Um, it's called the Ice Mountain Cube, and it'll just, you know, just slide. It will stop bothering you when you're done with the room, but you can kill it, and it will have a entry in the enemy page of your like progress recorder the enemy the bosses can either be the high mage or no the high priest or the wall of i don't know death just the wall and each one is hard in their own rights. It's just, if you're good at dodge rolling, you can beat the wall easily. And the high priest is a bit rare. I've never gotten to it, so, yeah. And then the fifth floor, I will not be covering the sixth floor bullet hell. Because that's technically a secret floor. The fifth floor, and technically final one, 
is called the forge. This is where if you got all of the places, the person at the shop can build the bullet for you that can kill the past. The enemies here, I've never actually gotten to the forge, so these are just things that I slightly know. There are another one of those natural enemy things. I'll just leave you alone when that you're at the end of the room, but you could kill them. A hammer that like slams down and makes a ring of bullets around it and also will hurt you if it lands on you. It tries to, you know, land on you. That's the whole thing. And the and yeah, those that's basically all the things I know about the enemies there. I'm sorry if I can't provide any useful information about the forge. It's just I've never gone there. And then the boss of the forge is called the dragon. The dragon is easiest, easiest, easily the hardest boss in the game, except for the lich, which is the last one in Bullet Hill. But I'm not covering that. It's the easily, it's easily the hardest one in this list. And his attacks. His attacks are high damage. I'm pretty sure they deal two they deal a whole heart in damage instead of just a half heart. And basically he has a second face. The second face will appear after he lost, I think, three fourths of his health. Basically, he just makes it so you have to dodge roll. By the way, is confirmed he. You can you have to dodge roll between little areas, or you'll get hit by a massive wall of bullets. And when it like, and when it gets tired, you have to shoot it. And once you beat it, the whole thing just like disappears, and he's a spine to cross into bullet hell. But I'm not covering bullet hell because I haven't even gone to a forge, let alone bullet hell. So. Yeah, that's the end of the Gungeon part of this episode. Okay, so I promised a review of a hot dog, and I'll give it to you. The hot dog is a pretty common, usually American food. Um, it's, you know, just a little cylinder of meat put in a long bun and served with condiments, but the thing is, different people like different buns and condiments. I mean, usually there's just, like, two different types of meats, like, the normal meat sausage, like, beef, pork, yeah, that type of thing, and then there's the vegan sausage, or the vegetarian sausage, or whatever you want to call it. Vegetables. It's made out of plants. And lots of people like lots of different things on their hot dogs. Like, my mother likes mayonnaise on her hot dogs. Well, I personally either like no condiments on my hot dogs or just ketchup on my hot dogs. It's a really 
pretty simple food to make. There's different ways to make it, but still, either way is simple. The way we usually make it is boiling it, while some people put it in a toaster oven or something, or the oven. Also, I like my hot dogs with a toasted bun, because that just tastes better to me. The kind of elements of hot dogs are always going to be, well, what I said earlier, meat, condiment, and bun. And, well, sure, that's a burger, and technically hot dogs are just long burgers, and burgers are just fat hot dogs or whatever. That's okay. People like different things. And I prefer burgers over hot dogs, but it is still a good food. I still like it. Basically, also, basically, I'm on a diet, and there's these gluten-free buns. I tried them. The amount, it just so powdery. It was good. The food was not rotten or whatever. It was just really powdery and I just couldn't eat it. It was so battery. Yeah, but side story out. There's a dough or a bun or a, or a meat or a condiment for everybody. If you're lactose intolerant, you... Sorry. You could have, like, a dairy-free bun or something. If you have celiac disease, you could have a gluten-free bun. But gluten-free buns are powdery. Um, and if... You are vegetarian or vegan, you could always have a veggie dog. Actually, now that I think about it, vegans probably can't eat hot dogs because of the buns. They're probably made with milk or whatever, but... Mm. And that was... That. Hot dogs... I'll give it... Six out of ten. Pretty good. Anyway, that was the Gourmet Pixel, and I, Max, am signing out.